News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, one in 30 adults in Ireland now suffers from problem gambling. That's according to new figures from the ESRI. And Pete Lunn, founder and head of the ESRI's Behavioural Research Unit, joins us. Pete, this is really interesting stuff. Um, Can you drill into the demographics of who's being affected by this a little bit for us to start off with? Uh, Good morning, Kerry. Yes, I can. Um, So we were actually quite surprised how broadly based uh, the measures of problem gambling turned out to be. So... Typically, the research would have shown that people who suffer from problem gambling are more likely to be young and male. Now, we do find some effects to that of that, but they're not huge at all. Actually, we find quite significant numbers of women are now problem gamblers, according to our best estimates. So as much as one in 40 women as well, uh, we find that it's spread across ages below 50. So people in their 20s, 30s and 40s with the, the peak actually. Uh, for problem gambling in people's 30s. There's also a socioeconomic element to this. So it is true that people in more disadvantaged groups are more likely to suffer from problem gambling. But again, that effect is not that large. So in our study, around a quarter of people with problem gambling actually have a primary degree. Uh, So it's not that big an effect. Okay, I I did think it was quite interesting that it seems to be different in the under 50s and the over 50s. Is that because... Mm. Online gambling is what's driving much of this and those age groups are more digitally native. It's possible. To be honest, we really don't know. And there's an important issue here because um, in terms of social science, the question you might ask is, is this an age effect or is it a cohort effect? And what that means is, is it the case that as people get to around the age of 50, they sort of start to cease this activity, they don't do it anymore? Is it that there is a generation of people that is just gambling much more and will continue to do so into their 50s and 60s? Because if that's true, then the amount of problem gambling in society is going to keep going up. Okay, so a cohort effect, in effect, is worse because it keeps going. An age-related effect means it it wanes over time. Is that, exactly. is, is that what you're it's, saying? It, it, yes, exactly. A cohort effect means it's generational, and that means as the generation ages, then we might see problem gambling go up among older people too. Yep. I, I was reading your report, and, and it was the one in 30 are problem gamblers, but but it's much higher than that have issues with gambling. So, so, so there is... There is a, a group that are very badly affected, but there is another group who is quite large who are affected to some extent. So, so issues with gambling is closer to almost one in 10 people. Am I right in, in thinking yeah, that? You are, yeah. So the way we measure this, it's a standard international measure. You get a battery of nine questions. It's things like, you know, do you ever gamble more than you can afford to gamble? Do you ever borrow to fund your gambling? Does your gambling cause your family financial difficulties or health problems like stress and anxiety and so on? And broadly speaking, to be defined as someone with problem gambling, you have to be answering that these things basically happen to you a lot of the time and that, yes, most of these apply to you. But there are a lot of people for whom some some of them apply some of the time. And those are categorised as people where we say they ha- there is moderate evidence of problem gambling. And they are a further 7% of the population or around 279,000 people on top of the 130,000 that our best estimate is for people classified as being problem gamblers. So yes, what this report is really showing is that the negative harms associated with gambling are much more widespread than we previously thought. And the negative harms are significant. That's fair to say, Pete, isn't it? I mean, uh, I know in, in, in my, my previous inception that, that, that I've seen people lose their house. I've, see, I've seen those types of harms. It, it is an insidious and kind of a pernicious form of addiction. Uh, 
Yes, it is. Um, we find in our data that there's an association between problem gambling and mental health. So people who are problem gamblers are much more likely to suffer from mental health problems in the data. We don't know which way around the causality is. They need to be a little careful. It may be that people with mental health problems are more likely to suffer from problem gambling rather than the other way around. But there's a strong association there. But interestingly, that association goes beyond the individual. So we also find that people who say they have a family member uh, who suffer some problem gambling, they also suffer worse mental health as a result. Okay. And with regard to, to any way we have in terms of society of tackling this, is that not the ESRI's role? Is that the role of the HSE or, or other organisations? Well, our job here is to put the evidence in front of people. I mean, there is a bill that's before the Oireachtas at the moment, which is expected to be passed sometime before Christmas, uh, which proposes a, a whole range of restrictions on the marketing and advertising of gambling products. Now, obviously, you know, our evidence that we're publishing today can feed into the debate on that process. Interestingly, though, we did ask in this study members of the public, you know, what do you think of the causes of, of problem gambling? And they said the increased opportunities, the biggest things they said, the increased opportunities to gamble now and the amount of gambling advertising. So if the public are right about that, then the um, proposals that are in the bill uh, would seem to be directed at the right target. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us on that report this morning. That is Pete Lund, their founder and head of the ESRI's Behavioural Research Unit. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.